Welcome to Women's Flow and Ritual. I'm Nicola Hepshalom, and my mission is for women to reclaim their hormonal health and feminine vitality. These podcasts will empower you to heal your menstrual and reproductive health in an easy and fun way. Hi, I'm so happy to be with you guys today. So recently, I've been hearing a lot about abortion from friends and clients, and women are definitely becoming more vulnerable and vocal about their experiences. It's so it's since it's such an important experience that so many women have, I wanted to step away from discussing menstrual health and focus on this. I've been talking to so many women that experience abortion, so I want you to know that you aren't alone. Having an abortion is much more common than our culture realizes. There is a lot of silence and shame in having an abortion. Um, so Parent Parenthood has stated that one in three women have had an abortion. I want you to, so I just want to take a second to create a really cozy container for us. So I want you, wherever you are right now, to take a deep breath, just into your nose and out through your nose or your mouth. If you're driving, then keep your eyes open. But if you're somewhere where you can close your eyes, then close your eyes and really take a nice inhale and exhale. Really feel that rhythm of your breath. There's no perfect way. You don't have to do anything special. Just a gentle inhale and blowing out any tension you're carrying with yourself right now that you already met in your day so that we can create this sacred space together. As we create this sacred space in this call, you could leave something uplifting for yourself and for everyone who will be in transformational, for everyone who will be joining this, uh, this podcast, just a small prayer, an intention. So take one last inhale, exhale, laying everything that's been carrying heavily on your shoulders. So there's so much attention in obtaining abortions, which is obviously needs much more funding and problem solvers so women around the world can have safe abortions. And I can go on about just the action of trying to get an abortion and how unsafe it is right now and how sparse it is. Um, but And I'm very passionate about this. But today I want to focus on healing after abortions. There's not that much information about the healing part of abortions. So... I will, so we'll focus on food today, self-inquiry, and self-care techniques to support your health after an abortion. Abortion can affect your menstrual health as well significantly. So it stays in your body. So I want you to have the best support to relax, feel safe, and nurtured. This podcast is an invitation for you to give yourself that. I suggest also to contact a professional. We all need as much support as we can receive. Women need abortions for a number of reasons. Some main reasons are abnormal fetus, rape, financial challenges, or other personal reasons. Abortions can be taken up to 24 weeks, but it's better to terminate up to 12 weeks. Gynecologists recommend abstaining from sex at least three weeks after an abortion because your body needs to physically recover. Emotional recovery can take much longer. After an abortion, light bleeding is very normal, so I suggest contacting your gynecologist if you have heavy period bleed 
abnormal pain, abdominal, abdominal pain, excessive vaginal discharge, vomiting, and anything that's abnormal. Since you lose blood during an abortion, it's important to increase levels of iron, vitamin B12, B9, and B2. So here's some natural foods to help your body recover the first three weeks after an abortion. Excessive blood loss after an abortion makes your body and immune system weak. So a high protein natural food not only improves your immune system, it also makes new blood cells. So three ounces of fish, shellfish, beef, chicken, lamb, and turkey, and cooked beans provide high protein and significant amount of iron and B vitamins. And I suggest having about two servings a day, um, two to three actually for the first few weeks. And there's one really great drink to give you energy and help recovery, and it's turmeric and milk. I usually do not uh, suggest milk to my clients because it's very it's challenging to the hormonal system. So if you're some very few people can have whole milk, if you can have whole milk, then okay. Um, if not, the almond, cashew, and one of those substitute drinks are perfect. So this is a great protein drink and very strengthening. You cook the turmeric with black pepper and coconut oil or ghee. And you make it, this is a turmeric paste. Um, and then you can crush almonds, walnuts, dried dates, and pistachios, and you can put it into any of these substitute milks. And you can have it two to three times a day, and it really gives you a lot of energy and helps your immune system and inflammation. Because turmeric is an anti-inflammatory properties, so it's really great to easing pain and swelling. You can add it to everything. And really making that paste I just told you about, meaning cooking, putting coconut oil or ghee, um, with turmeric and black pepper and cooking it for a little bit until it becomes pasty and then placing it in a glass container into the fridge, you could keep using this paste for about two to three weeks. So saffron is also a great herb to add to meals and drinks. It has a lot of vitamin C, a lot, and it's a great source. It has iron, vitamin B6, and magnesium. So it really helps nourish and restore your body. I love putting in everything, chicken, rice, everything you can think of. It's great. Dates is really great, rich in iron, and helps boost the production of red blood cells and reverses blood loss. They're super calming and rejuvenating to the organs and the nervous system. Ginger has healing properties that's really great for after an abortion because it strengthens the immune system and prevents further infections something that to be aware of after an abortion. Flax seeds are really great too for the uterus. It provides strength to your immune system and helps your digestion. And you're really having to build up your digestion and your uterus and just strengthen your, your, your system up a lot more. So flax seeds have the omega-3 um, and fiber to do that. So dark leafy greens are wonderful to eat for many reasons. After an abortion, People might get fibroids. It's very common, and it can cause pain, um, as well as there's the excessive blood loss, which can lead to anema. So dark leafy greens will give you iron um, and also help with healing the fibroids because it, 
it takes away, it cleanses like with the, it cleanses the estrogen out of your system and it has other properties too that really helps with that. So some dark leafy greens include turnips, watercress, mustard greens, kale, collard greens, and romaine lettuce. Now water is wonderful all the time, but it's really great after blood loss. And also after an abortion, it's very common to sweat a lot. So water will replenish you and get everything out of your system. So deciding to end a pregnancy is never easy and can leave women feeling a range of feelings such as relief, sadness, grief, and guilt. These emotions change from woman to woman. In addition, the natural hormonal changes that occur when pregnant affect abortion and can make you feel more emotional than usual. It's normal to go through a grieving process, regardless of the reasons for abortion. Most women recover in a fairly short time. If you have lasting symptoms, it requires professional attention, and it's very common also. So whatever you experience, be sure to talk about your feelings with a supportive family member, friend, or professional counselor, place, a place and person that you feel very safe with and nurtured by. Abortion can create a feeling of disenfranchised grief, which is a grief that is not openly acknowledged, socially validated, or publicly observed. So the lost experience is real. But women are not given the right to grieve by others around them, and they don't have the permission to themselves. This can lead to depression. Unprocessed grief can also cause people to stay stuck in anger without realizing the source of their anger, which is not connecting the depression with the unprocessed grief surrounding abortion. In this tension of emotion between sadness and relief, this can disrupt a woman's life and health. Unless she finds a safe place to talk, process, and cry, She'll live her life with the mask on and keeping the secret tucked away out of her fear. So we don't need to stay in silence. Uh, I think in our feminist movement, we've, we're really breaking that mold, thankfully, and we can have more closure for ourselves. So here are some steps. Find a safe place to talk. Share your story and cry if you want. There are people that can understand your need to process the grief around abortion. First, be aware to share your experience with a safe and caring person. You can have people that will validate your choice, but not your grief. So speak with someone that can validate and hold space for your choice and your grief. Be honest with yourself and admit you can't keep the secret anymore. Give yourself permission to speak and realize that keeping the secret takes much more energy than you have to give it to, to anymore. Don't confuse the legal political, and religious debates with your own personal experience. Know that going through the healing journey will free up space in your mind and heart to put towards positive outcomes in your life. Healing after an abortion can be complicated. There are many external and internal factors to help you heal and recover both physically and psychologically. There's no one-size-fits-all, and I hope these suggestions are helpful for you and please contact a professional for help if you need it. And, um, and I look forward to having another podcast with you guys soon. Bye-bye.